morning everyone very welcome to our, our family service this morning um, I just I want to start off with just an announcement which is a wee bit uh, it's, it's sad but with, we, with deep regret I announce the death of Mrs Martha Ray who passed away just last weekend and our thoughts and our prayers go to her daughter Elaine Scott and her family at this time her funeral was last um, Friday um, this evening will be Life Lounge. Uh, we're going to be, it's with Waiting for Sophie at half past seven. So uh, that's Waiting for Sophie for any visitors. That's a, it's a group. It's, a, it's a quite a lively group which lead worship uh, once a month for us here in the evening. And uh, from different churches they, they, they belong. And uh, okay, I just want to point out also that uh, if you want to put in your diary about the in-church weekend, you remember we had to go, we were meant to go to Bush Mills for the in-church weekend or for church weekend and it was cancelled because of COVID. And um, well, this is what's happening. And if, even if you weren't thinking about uh, Bush Mills at that time, you can come, it's closer to home now, you can come here and that's on the 13th and 14th of May. But we're going to be hearing about that in a wee moment. Um, so I just want to uh, I want to start by reading Acts chapter one verse four because we've been looking over Easter, we've been looking at uh, the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, but it doesn't finish. So that's only the beginning. Um, we move on into what God wants us to do uh, for Him and service for Him, reaching others for Him. And in Acts chapter one verse four, Jesus says. Uh, do not leave Jerusalem. He gets all his disciples together. Don't be leaving Jerusalem. But he says, wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. In other words, he was saying, don't be leaving, don't be going anywhere until God, my father, sends the Holy Spirit to you that he will do the work in you and do the work through you. So that's a very, very important part of our Christian faith. So let's just pray a moment. Father, we just, we just want to thank you. Lord, we thank you for the services we had leading up to Easter. We thank you, Lord, that it doesn't finish at the crucifixion, but it goes on to the resurrection. And because you were raised, you're with us today. Because you were raised, you give us strength for today. And you give us the power, Lord, um, to live through difficult days, through difficult trials but also to be your witnesses. So, Father, I pray that you'd be with us this morning and that you would be glorified in everything that's said and done in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to just give a special welcome to Sam Shaw. He's my brother. <laughs> the likeness, no, actually, not my physical brother. He's a brother in Christ. But Sam used to come up and do fun days that we held in Donegal, um, and he was up there about three years altogether. It was a big hit, and his whole family, they, his, his wife's Brazilian, and uh, so they work half, half the year in Brazil with children back home and, 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 and half over here. So we've got him for this morning, and he's going to be coming also to the weekend that we're having, the Queen's weekend on that Friday afternoon, that celebration. So we'll be doing something for the kids out on the green there. Um, so we're going uh, to start by praising God with, oh, praise the name of the Lord Most High. I learned this one over lockdown, and it does about the death and the resurrection, and then moving on from there to live for God. Okay, let's stand and worship.
going to invite Tom, Henry and Barry uh, to come and going to have to do a wee short interview about trying to get you as excited about the In Church Weekend which is coming up. I like the way this mic is arranged so that he can stand down there and I'll not look just so small. Um, get down there. <laughs> we, weekends are great. We, we know that weekends, whether they're church weekends, whether they're uh, walking group weekends, whether they're youth fellowship weekends, because that's when you really get to know people. You get um, to know them in a special way. and and. and I know a lot of people were disappointed when our Bushmills weekend had to be uh, cancelled this year because of COVID. And somebody had the bright idea, well, let's do it in church. Let's do it here so that people can have the enjoyment, the fulfillment of the weekend, but they don't have to actually go to Bushmills. Uh, so we see it as really important in the development of, of uh, our church family. And um, so... The, the, let, me, let me give you a brief outline of what's going to happen, and then I'm going to ask Barry about uh, input into the seminars. Um, on the Friday night, we're going to... Can I stand back a bit here? Uh, on, on the Friday night, we're going to have... Um, well, we like to do it right in, in Billy Crockin. So when you arrive on, on Friday night, you're going to be met with a... a, a, a drinks reception of non-alcoholic cocktails. I remember Margaret and, and George Liggett arrived at the first of these sorts of nights a few years back and they thought they'd arrived the wrong place because they met the elders who were all dickied up for the, the night and uh, we, we will then have the first of our, our seminars which I'm going to ask by a few questions about now. And then we're going to have a special meal. Uh, I brought this up. This was the menu that we had for, for Bush Mills under the direct, uh, direction of, of uh, Anne and, and Noel Riddle uh, with a, an amuse-bouche, uh, a pear and, and cashew blue creme uh, and walnut salad. And then we went on through seven courses. Now, I'm not thinking you're going to get seven courses on the Friday night, but you're going to get something extra special if Noel and Anne have anything to do with it. But before that... Barry, tell us about the, the, the seminars and the, why you got involved and, and the aim of them. Okay. Um, well, you sold that very well, Tom. I was sat thinking I must come myself, and then I realized I've no choice. I'm actually part of it. Um, so, uh, well, the background of this is um, when Tom rang me up and asked me would I uh, do something at the church weekend, I thought, well, he must have been turned down by at least 15 people, so I was starting to feel sorry for him at this stage, so I agreed to do it. But actually, the background to it goes back to before lockdown, because um, Leslie-Anne had asked Glenn and I to um, prepare, if you remember the old refresh weekends, she asked Glenn and I, would we think of doing one? And we put a lot of work into preparing one, and of course, then we had lockdown, and um, so uh, we were never able to do it. So when Tom asked me, I thought, well, it'd be great actually to have Glenn's DNA in the church weekend. And I was very keen to do it. And actually, when, although I was very disappointed the church weekend didn't take place, when it, it ended up that it was going to be an in-church weekend, I thought, well, that's actually going back to the original idea. And so um, 
it'd be a great opportunity to do it. So that's why I was very keen to do it. And tell us, what, what do you see happening, Barry? So on the Friday night, um, of course, it's me doing it. So we'll start with a bit of fun and there'll be a bit of a quiz and that. Um, but what we're talking about in the Friday night is uh, dreams and wishes. And um, it was funny because the one thing that we hadn't got round to when we were planning the refresh weekend was the scriptural piece that would precede it. And when I was thinking about what I would do, I suddenly got this idea I wanted to talk about the book of Joel, which actually surprised me because I'm not a great fan of the prophets. <laughs> I have to say it's not my go-to place in the Bible. But when I started preparing the book of Joel, I suddenly realized why I'd been given this thought that I should talk about the book of Joel. And so we're talking about how the book of Joel relates to today and how the hope of the book of Joel really sets up what we want to talk about at the weekend. And what we want to talk about at the weekend is our dreams and wishes for this church in five years and ten years. And I really must emphasize that this isn't something where you leave the kids at home. This isn't something where the young people stay at home. This isn't something where people, older people stay at home. This is for all of us because every one of us has a dream and a wish for this church, whether you're three or whether you're 93, and we want you all to come and talk about it. That's what the, the, the Friday night's about. And then on the Saturday morning, we're going to talk about how you turn a wish into a vision and a vision into a plan. And uh, I do this in business all the time. Believe me, it's not complicated. You'll have a laugh doing it. You'll enjoy doing it. And you'll be really good at it. If I don't turn you all into 50,000 a year consultants at the end of the weekend, <laughs> I'll buy you all dinner myself. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. So that Friday night, we arrive by 6.30, reception. We have a seminar. We then have a, a, a congregational fellowship meal. Then on the Saturday morning, I know the men are heading off to their men's breakfasts, so the rest will arrive here about 9 o'clock for tea, tea and coffee. Then there's the second and third seminars. Then what we're going to encourage people to do on the Saturday afternoon is to do what we would have done at Bush Mills, and that is stay together as a group. I know some people will have other commitments, but if possible, um, stay together. Go to Donacadee or somewhere like that. Have an ice cream. Have a coffee have a chat, have a walk, and then come back in the evening for a bit of fun uh, fellowship. And of course, Presbyterians would have to have some more food. Um, and well, the food won't be prepared by our, our uh, Billy Crock and Redcoats, Jim and William, but the, the fun and, and uh, uh, rascality of that evening will be uh, in, the, in their uh, hands. So all we ask you to do, and the, the good thing about this, it's all free. It's all free. So uh, all we ask you to do is to sign up, whether you've been in the congregation for years, whether you've just arrived in the congregation, whether you're a visitor and would like to see a little bit of what Billy Crocken is all about. Um, please sign up. There is a sign-up sheet today. It'll be a sign-up sheet next week. Uh, and let us know so we can order the right amount of food. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm going to ask Amy to come up. Uh, now, now, there's a passage in the Old Testament, Proverbs uh, 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So Amy's going to come up and teach us a song. And uh, I think I'm assuming there's actions and stuff in it. There's plenty of lively stuff in it. 
So uh, feel free to do a wee bit of aerobics uh, as we do this. <laughs> Stand up, you won't do your open sitting down like so.
thank you so much. See, we're meant to enjoy God. We're meant to enjoy his presence and not look like grim reapers all the time. Listen, thank you very much. That was lovely. Now, I'm going to do a wee quiz here for you. So I'm going to try and do something. And you know the way Manchester City and Liverpool are fighting it out at the top at the moment? Uh, Manchester City beat Watford yesterday. For, what was it, 5-1? Liverpool are playing Everton today. So I'm going to try. We're going to try and predict who's going to win the Premier League, okay? So this side is going to be Liverpool. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I was nearly going to make his Manchester City only Brian sitting there. Okay, Liverpool on this side, Manchester City on this side, okay? Right, and it's the kids, a weak children's quiz. Okay, Liverpool first then. Well, what we need is we'll need one adult over here to be able to tie. Can anybody tie well? You can tie pieces of string together. You could tie, you, somebody has to tie over here. Will you tie over here? That's okay. Right, so Liverpool first. Who did God first create? What man did God first create in the Bible? It's all these questions, all the answers are in the Bible. Way back in Genesis, who was the first man? Adam. Good, right? Okay, you come and pick a string. Okay, pick any one you like. <laughs> okay, and they're all different lengths, you see. And the team with the longest piece of string at the end, oh dear goodness. <laughs> the team with the longest piece of string at the end is the winner. Okay, so now Manchester City, come on Manchester City. Who in the Old Testament built a great big boat that they called an ark? Noah, good girl, right? Come and pick a string. Anyone you want. Oh, uh, don't worry. Don't worry, you got, the, you got the question right anyway. So listen, where was Jesus born over the side? Where was Jesus born? Good mind, right? Come and pick a string. Come on. Whoa, medium-sized one. Right, Manchester City, what's the name of the hill? And I'll accept three names. What's the name of the hill outside Jerusalem where Jesus was crucified? Golgotha. Very good. Good man. Come on. Now, try and pick a good long one. Whoa. Uh, okay, Manchester City aren't doing the best here. Liverpool. What sea, what sea did Jesus walk upon? When he walked on the sea out to the disciples' boat, what sea was it that he walked upon? Good, good man, good man, come on. Try and, I don't know, try and pick a good log one this time. Hold on, right. try and pick a good log. At this, are you going to do it? That was a good length. Okay, Manchester City then. Um, Elijah was exhausted. Do you remember he was exhausted? This, old, this woman called Jezebel was after him, and he heard he, was, he ran from Mount Carmel the whole way down. He was exhausted by the time he got down. He just lay down, and he was just exhausted that God sent, he was so hungry, God sent a particular type of bird to feed him. 
Anybody else? Hold on. Anybody else want to answer? Is there any kids hiding? Ravens. Good. Who wants to? Who said that? Come on. It doesn't matter if you're. It doesn't matter if you're 99. <laughs> Try and find a big long one. Oh, here you give it. You give it over here, right? Tie it up. Okay. Okay. What was the man called who was swallowed by an enormous fish? Fish did a big belch afterwards. He was swallowed. Who's that? Yes. Good girl. Come on. Come and pick one. Do you want to pick one? Pick any one you want. Oh! Oh! Oh, Manchester City are going down. Okay. Who was thrown into a den of lions? Who said that? Right, come on. Here, come on. I, oh. There you go. Oh, good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. Who owned a coat of multicolors? Loads of colors. Who owned a coat of multicolors? Good man. Good man. Okay, there's only a couple left. We're nearly finished. All right, Daisy, are you going to pick another one? You picked a good one last time. Oh, you got two? <laughs> oh, you want to take the longer one? Or the, oh, you take the shorter one. That's all right. So this team here, I wonder which one you're going to pick. Okay, Manchester City, it's a, it's a penalty for you. It's an easy one. Who was the big guy who David killed? The big... Well done. Big walking lamppost, wasn't he? Yeah. Good mo- Oh! Whoa! That could be neck and neck. That's, this is what the Premier League's like. One, one, one point ahead of one another, back and forward. Right, final question. How many disciples did Jesus have? <laughs> yes. Good man. You're, you're, oh, you're excellent. Right. Do you want to? <laughs> okay. Which one do you want? Brilliant. Brilliant. That's not too bad. Now, one the final question. What sea parted when Moses held out his staff so the children of Israel could cross over? Red Sea. Good girl. Right, you pick one. Good. Now, while, while you tie all those together, we're going to sing a hymn and then we'll find out who's won. Okay, Liverpool or Manchester City. 
going to say, stand and sing how deep the Father's love for us. It was from that love that he sent Christ, and from Christ that we get salvation. Just before Sam comes, we're going to have a look at the strings. Let's have a look at the strings. Bring the string. Put it. Hold it. Hold it out. Let me see how long yours is. Now, Curtis, you put yours along there and see. Does it reach? Hold on a minute. Put it beside this one. Uh, parallel so we can see. Let me see. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Every little counts. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> hey. 
Is it? He still got it. He still got it. It's Manchester City. Whoa! <laughs> okay, so hold on to your hats, boys and girls, because Sam's going to come now. And yeah, sure. Sam's going to come now and and. Uh, do, do his stuff, basically. Okay, so give him a round of applause. Encourage him. Good morning, everyone. It is wonderful to be with you all today. I always say... Something interesting. They said, you know, the first people to tell us about 
then M. And many people say, isn't M swell for those three missions? Because they lived for Jesus and they died for Jesus. And in that place, people didn't really like what they were hearing. But today, there are many people that love Jesus, though. No one I also got in Nepal because I thought it was cool. When you bring a comedian with you. Um, okay. Nine. You think you're a comedian? Right. You can put this one on. This one? This one is one you would wear if you were a guy on your wedding day in Tamil Nadu in India. And. Uh, very interesting there. One time we were there, my good friend took us to meet his Sunday school teacher. His Sunday school teacher um, was born, um, well, in India, but the lady who led her to Jesus was born not far from here. And a lady called Amy Carmichael, and she went out to India as a missionary, and she ended up rescuing many girls from a really terrible situation in the future. And uh, I just think that it's too cool. No. The final hat I got in a city called Kazan in Russia, about 500 miles east of Moscow. And I just bring that to remind you to pray this morning for that part of the world. Um, um, many of the children we share with in that part of the world uh, are going through terrible things today. We traveled all over Ukraine and did shows 15, 20 years ago for people who are of an age that uh, have to defend their country or terrible things will happen. Um, so just remind you to pray for them. Uh, uh, okay, can you gather all these hats up and put them in the back? And go uh, on there and take them around the back. Okay. Now, I have something else with me here today. Um, about 20 years ago, I learned to juggle. And I started with one ball like this, and I practiced, and I practiced, and then I got a second one. And I practiced, and I practiced, and then I got a third one. This took me about six weeks to learn how to do it. And I learned to do this too. But something I always thought was impossible was juggling with four. I thought I'm too old and too old and it's not possible. For 20 years I thought that. And then I was over in Scotland one time and the minister over there said something to me that really hit me. He said, Sam, the problem with Christians in your country is they don't believe what they say to believe. And it was not always nice to be told things like that. But immediately stop and think, do I believe what I say I believe? Well, Paul once said, I can do all things through Jesus who gives me strength. And I thought, you know, if I believe that, I need to prove it to myself. So I asked God to help me and I started to practice for about an hour every day, for week after week after week after week after week after week in the morning and the night, all the time. I thought it was impossible. But remember what Paul said. He said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me 
Children, always remember that. Never let someone tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Put your hands on your life and ask him to help you. And if he's laid it on your heart, he will do it. Always remember that. And uh, the puppets are going to sing for us now. This song reminds us about who the king is. I hope you enjoy this song.
he loved to do one thing. More than anything, he loved to get in his boat and go out on the water fishing. Now, I, um, I used to love to do that, not in a boat, but I used to love to go fishing. I wasn't very good at it, though. I most definitely couldn't have made a living at it. But this guy, that's who he was. That's what he did. Any chance he got, he was out on the water fishing. He'd catch small fish like this one. He'd catch bigger fish like this one. And sometimes, really big fish, he'd get away like this one here. Well, this particular day, something happened that changed everything for him. He noticed a man standing there on the shore. And this man, he told him, you got a fish net, come and follow me. Well, Peter lets his name and his friend, they looked at him and thought, he's crazy. Why would we do that? No, they didn't. When they looked at this man's eyes, they could tell there was something different about him. And they put down their fish nets and they went and they followed him. Then they had many amazing adventures following this man. They called him the great teacher because of the amazing things he did and the amazing things he said. And wherever the great teacher went, crowds of people followed because everyone wanted to be near him. Everyone wanted to see him. And sometimes people came to see a great teacher who had problems. People like this man here. This man has a problem. He needs to use a stick to get around with because his eyes don't work so good. He can't see. He needs to stick so he doesn't walk into anything or anyone. Sometimes people came like this man here. Here he is here. He is um, carrying his friend along on the stretcher here. His friend, as we can see, has big feet. But um, big <laughs> It's not funny. Uh, shouldn't laugh at people with big feet. Uh, uh, big feet are not a problem. This man's problem is not a, this man's problem is his legs. His legs don't work so good at all. He can't walk. But you know, guys, girls, the great teacher looked at all those people with those eyes full of love. He could tell their problem. It wasn't on the outside. He could tell the problem, it was in the inside. They had a broken heart, and no one can fix a broken heart, but the great teacher could, and he did. He made their hearts well again. He made them well again. The man who was blind couldn't see, he could see again. He could see you, and he could see you, and he could see you. He was so excited, and the man who couldn't walk, he could walk again. He could walk over here, and he could run right right the way, right back, Ooh, and he could skip, I can't really skip, I'm a stupid guy. But all these men, all these women, when they met the great teacher, it changed their whole worlds, it changed their whole lives, and you know, guys, girls, everything the great teacher did, everything he said, it all pointed people in one direction. It all point people straight to God. Well, you know, one day the great teacher and his friends were going out into the countryside. It was a lovely day to go out into the country. I like to think sun shining, just the perfect day. And the great teacher, well, he liked getting out into the country like this because he loved nothing more than to get away somewhere peaceful and quiet and talk to God, his Father. Well, you know, this day, 
was like often happened in days like this when he wanted to get away somewhere quiet. Just talk to God. Because this day, people followed him. Lots of people followed him. People like this lady here with her beautiful long hair. Um, um, people like this man here with his great big muscles, real strong man here. Yep. All kinds of people. And there were especially children because the great teacher really loved the children. Well, this day, the crowd kept growing. There were dozens of people. There were hundreds of people. Guys, there were thousands of people. And as Peter looked at all these people, he started to think, I'm getting hungry. If I'm getting hungry, they're getting hungry. What are we doing? We need to do something. So he thought, I know what I'll do. Peter went up to the great teacher and said, look, you need to send these people home. We haven't got anything to feed them with. The great teacher turned right back to Peter and said, no, Peter, you feed them. Peter didn't know what to do. He was asking around, and eventually he found one, two, three, four, oh, hang on, two fish, one, two, three, four. with just five loaves of bread and two fish. Now, my fish look weird because they're not fish from Northern Ireland. These are Middle Eastern fish. <laughs> but you know, the great teacher didn't complain when he saw the bread and the fish. All he did was lift up his hands to his Father God in heaven and he asked him to bless the food. And he started to break the bread, and he started to pass it out, and the people started eating. Home, home, home. And the people kept eating. Home, home, home. In fact, they had so much food, there was baskets of it left over. And some people probably ended up like this man here. Um, because when there is a party and free food, some people always eat too much. And um, this guy is about at the point of exploding. Um, ask my wife, she'll say to me, me at a party. But you know, it was amazing. And as the day went on, the great teacher said to Peter and the guys, you guys can head on out to sea. I want to go up this mountain and talk to God. Well, Peter and the guys, they didn't need to be told twice. They were in the boat, sailing off the page here as fast as they could. And in the sky, the sun started to go down. The stars started to come out. It's just beautiful. Here's the last man leaving because someone is always the last. And up on the mountain, the great teacher went to talk to God. And you know, as the day went on, I left that right here. Oh, as the day went on, and Peter and the guys were running around in their boat doing fishermen things to find the things they needed because they left one thing in the wrong place. Actually, more than one. Okay. Right. Okay. Where were I? Oh, yes. As the boat sets sail, this is a hint. If you don't like loud noises, I can't be more clear than that. 
He knew that there was only one thing he could do, reach out and ask Jesus to rescue him. I'm drawing one last picture that I think helps explain things really well. We've got two great big cliffs here, and there's no way across from this side to this side, because on one side is God, and God is truth, God is life, God is love, but this is the side one day I realized that we're born on, separated from him, because we all make mistakes, we all do things we shouldn't do, and we all don't do things we really should do. And there's nothing we can do about it, but there was everything God could. He knew we could work our way across on our own. Being good wasn't enough. Going to church wasn't enough. Trying to be really religious wasn't enough. The only bridge to God was sending his son, Jesus, to live and to die, to shed his blood, to cover all our brokenness, all our shame, all the bad things we have ever done or would ever do, so that we could walk across this bridge here in faith. You know, guys, a long time ago, I realized I was over here, and I thought, I don't want to live like that. So I prayed a prayer. I asked God to help me. I asked Jesus to rescue me, to be my king. And you know, ever since that day, Jesus has been there for me. He has never let me die. I have let him down many times, but he never lets us die. I'm going to pray now, and then the puppets are going to sing another song. It talks about how when we turn to God, he forgives us. So let's bow our eyes and uh, bow our heads and close our eyes and talk to God. Father God, I thank you for how you sent your son, Jesus. Jesus, I thank you that you came to rescue me. I know I do bad things. Please forgive me. Jesus, be my king. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I prayed a prayer a lot like that, and he has been with me ever since. Now, the puppets will sing their final song, and we have some more cool things to show you. I hope you enjoy this song.
Okay. Now, um, we promised to let you see some more stuff. And some of my friends that were back behind the stage are coming out now. So, yes. few years spin the plate on the stick mommy loves it in the kitchen at home <laughs> but you know it just reminds me about something when the stick or when his finger is perfectly in the center of the plate it spins as it should and that's just like in life when God is at the center of our lives things work as they should but when he's not at the center of our lives it all Goes wrong. Okay. Now, thank you. Now we have someone else coming round. Okay. Hi, my name is Ashton and I love Jesus. Now, Ashton and I learned to do this um, a few years ago now before COVID. So here we go. Now this we have to be very careful with so it's really hard explaining to the doctor when they ask how do you break your finger <laughs> um, thankfully um you get your wife to take um your child to the doctor when that happens and they they say tell the doctor what you did um but you know that reminds me about something very important jesus said once he said we were to build our lives on the rock and that's on him and uh, our fathers here on earth, we make mistakes, we get things wrong. But our Father God in heaven makes no mistakes. So build your lives on him. And he will always be there for you. He never lets you die. Final thing. I, I juggled with those four things. Um, I thought you might like to see this today. Um, unlike the juggling balls, this took me two years to learn how to do. Um, actually, children, I have a question for you. Um, do you want to see me juggling this, or would you like to see something dangerous? Dangerous? <laughs> yeah. Right. Shh. Um, okay. Here we have the box of danger. So let me see. Okay, we'll go. Is anyone here a joiner? Circular sauce. And uh, is what we will try today. Um, now, this is rather scary because if anyone's ever done any DIY, there's nothing like cutting yourself or hitting your head. Did someone hurt themselves doing DIY? <laughs> yes, you didn't, your blood or broken bones? Thumb? Yeah, I did that once with a thumb and hammers. I was juggling them at the time, it was not good. Uh, okay, um, I find out with these, it's a little bit scary. Ladies, you understand nothing about this, I know, but when you're doing something dumb or, um, 
dangerous. The more you do it, the less it scares you. The more you think you're in control, you know what you're doing. So you gotta up it a wee bit. Here we go. Now, children, if this goes wrong, I cry like a baby, and that is very funny. It's okay to laugh. Um, your mommy might get mad, but I won't, because uh, I'd be laughing too if I was you. Okay. Now, I'll let you in the secret. I have a problem. Actually, I have two problems. Stopping. If that had been my food that got it, I'd be going to the doctors today, the hospital. Only the doctor could fix my food. You know, that reminds me about life. We all make mistakes. We do things we shouldn't do, and we don't do things we should do. And sometimes those things are really fun at the time, but they only mess our lives up on the inside. And there is nothing we can do about it. But there was everything God could, like I was telling you about there. When I turned to him, when I made him my king, he has been with me ever since. He makes no mistakes. We make mistakes all the time, but he makes no mistakes. So children, just remember, don't play with circular sauce. You only end up in a hospital. And, and uh, put your trust in Jesus. He loves you very much, and he will never let you down. Thank you for listening so well. Thank you so much. That's great. Thank you very, very much. Well, we're going to just finish our service uh, with a, a rather calmer hymn. Uh, there is our Redeemer. And it's one of my favorites because it talks about when Jesus left us physically, he brings us his spirit to live in us and through us. And often we might think, how can you be a Christian? It's impossible to be a Christian. Yes, it is. It actually is without Christ. But it talks about how by the Spirit of God living in and through us, uh, he can live his life in and through us. And it isn't so difficult then to live in obedience to what he wants. So we're going to sing There is a Redeemer, written by a guy called Keith Green.
Thank you. Just before I, I say the benediction, any boys and girls, I'll be out there. Just any boys and girls that want a wee colour card, a wee card of animals, uh, please get one from me afterwards. Also, just uh, there's a cup of tea for everyone. If you're a guest, if you're a visitor or, or a non-visitor, a member, please stay behind and have a bit of crack, a wee bit of uh, fellowship, have a cup of tea. Tonight, please come along to that half past seven. It's very, very relaxed, uh, and, and it's a time of, of worship, lively worship, and, and, and there's no sermon, but it's the time you come in, you get a wee cup of tea, and you sit down, and you just enjoy the night. Um, okay, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for what so many lessons, Lord, that Sam has taught us this morning, but the most important one is about your son, your son going to the cross. Lord, in our place, in our place, taking our sin so that, Lord, that we could come and ask for forgiveness and know that relationship with the Father again through him. Lord, we pray, we thank you for that. It's a tremendous gift and a gift that Christ is with us forever and ever. And I may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you, folks.